I want to talk about football in this country because uh, if you followed like so much of this country did, the wonderful run of the homegrown Socceroos, and I mean that because so many of them have come from or still are in the A-League, then you should know about the growth of football in this country. Unfortunately, people are voting with their feet and with their eyes because the ratings and the crowds for the domestic sport here in the A-League are dropping, and I really want to know the answer as to why. I've heard some thoughts of our callers. Now I want to go to one of the experts, and uh, didn't he have a great World Cup? Wrote some absolute gems. I speak, of course, of Vince Regari from Nine Newspapers, particularly the Sydney Morning Herald. Vince, welcome to Wide World of Sports. Hello, Samuel. How are you, mate? I'm great. It's We have such a great game, Vince, and we clearly can breed enough good players to go to a World Cup and challenge the world's best. So why, why not the A-League? You've covered the A-League since it started. It burst onto the scene, and yet it's really struggling here. Why? Yeah. Uh, look, it's such a big question, and it's there's, there's a lot to unpack in it. At times, though, I come back to I, I don't know why, because I do watch a lot of the A-League, and the football is better than what a lot of people give it credit for. Um, there's some quality players and some really good games in this competition, but for whatever reason, the Australian public just doesn't seem to be getting into it at the moment. And there's there's look, there's tons of the reasons why. I'm sure we're going to talk about them. Um, but I think over, overall, it's just got a big perception issue. Um, there's heaps yeah. of people in this country who love to watch the Premier League, for instance. And if they're sitting there watching the Premier League one day and then flicking on the A-League and saying, well, this isn't as good as the Premier League. Well, obviously it's not. But I'd say at its best, the A-League is as good as many, many European leagues. I'm not talking about the top five, of course, but I'm talking about below that in countries that we would recognise as strong football nations with good football cultures and, and big clubs. We're not as bad as what we think we are, and yet the Australian public just seems disinterested in the domestic fare. And to be honest, historically speaking, it seems to have always been the case, uh, but for a little period of, of you know, 10 to 15 years maybe there, but probably less than that, where the A-League was a, was a new thing and novelty around a time when football itself in Australia was booming in popularity. And maybe that was the anomaly, not the periods either side of it. I don't know. I obviously think about this stuff a lot, Sam. Um, and mm. that's without going into all the other little nitty-gritty things like broadcast and, and promotion and what have you. Yeah, well, I wanted to ask you about that nitty-gritty thing and broadcasting. Is Paramount streaming service as poor as people say it is, or am I just reading Twitter too much? Look, obviously people are complaining because they have issues. Um I've got to say, I don't have as many issues as what I seem to see a lot of people having uh, on Twitter. I have an Apple TV, which I watch basically all my television through. I don't really have my, my yep. TV is no longer connected to the wall. So there's a Paramount Plus app on there. And 99 times out of 100, uh, it functions correctly. There was, a, there was a high profile time a few months ago where uh, the A-League uh, streams, you'd click on that and it would actually take you to a live stream of CBS News from America, which was uh, humorous for a few moments until I started to get really frustrated as to why I couldn't watch the football. But that's, look, you can get the game on. There's things though, like you still can't play uh, press pause or, or rewind or fast forward or anything like that. And for people like... Right ourselves who have been using KO for such a long time. That's a basic that's a basic function. You should be able to do that. And we're into uh, the second half of the second season of this TV deal with Ten and Paramount, and that hasn't happened uh, either. Uh, so it's so it's a, it's a limited app. But I think the bigger problem is more just the fact that no one's got it, to be honest, from what I can tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a new streaming service. And, I mean, I don't know about you, 
uh, most people have two or three streaming services probably. It's, it's hard to pay for too many more. Most people have probably got Netflix, maybe Stan, and maybe like a Disney Plus or a KO. Yep. But Paramount's not – there's not a whole heap on there. Unless you're obsessed with the A-League, like me, there's not a huge reason <laughs> to get Paramount Plus. Um, there's stuff on there that is okay, you know, um, but, but no no killer shows that have got anyone talking – um, and they haven't been able to supplement the A-League rights with any other major sport. And I think no. we'd, we'd be talking about Paramount Plus and the A-League a lot differently. Had and, and I think people gloss over this when it happened. But when this happened, I thought it was a big moment. Um, when Paramount missed out on the English Premier League rights, uh, I think that might have been at some point last year or maybe the year before, uh, Optus re-upped on a six-year deal on huge money. Um, had, had Paramount got the... Premier League rights. Granted, the, the monthly subscription fee would have gone up for sure because they would have had to have paid a lot of money to get them. But you bet your bottom dollar, like thousands upon thousands more people would have got Paramount Plus because they consider the Premier League a must-watch thing. Now, they not, might not necessarily consider the A-League a must-watch thing, but I always go back to the fact that the A-League's best days were when they were on Fox Sports uh, yeah, before the Premier League coverage. So, Match Day Saturdays was... Uh, a sensational thing. You know, you'd have the TV on basically all day, watch a couple yeah, of A-League games, yeah, and the same yeah. panel would transition into talking about whatever the early Premier League game of that day was. And and basically, if you're interested in football and you knew that there was Premier League and it'd be on that night, you'd flip the TV on early. And I feel like some people sort of stumbled into the A-League that way. These days, though, now, with streaming, and particularly a streaming app that no one's got, it's hard to stumble upon it. And, and the other part of that is it's, it's hard to stumble upon it on free-to-air too because, um, as I say, I think there's a lot of people who are in a similar situation to me in terms of their TV is not plugged into the wall. The, the days of channel surfing are kind of dead. You know, you're not – too often you're not, you're not flipping through the, the free-to-air channels trying to find something to watch. You're flipping through your apps or your, or your lists on those apps to find something to watch. And So, so, and so Vince, this is what I think I think you're tapping into one of the real issues here. This is what it is. I think it's it's down to the, the, the broadcaster to do this, but to a large extent, I think it's down to the clubs. When I started working on Sports Today, this, this program 10 years ago, when Jared Healy and Dwayne Russell were hosting, they used to have Kevin Musket on every Thursday, like without fail. It'd be like the Kevin Musket segment. And w- what was happening was that, you know, it, it, Muskie was selling his story and Melbourne Victory's story and his, and his teammate's story to all of our listeners that weren't necessarily, um, you know, stone-cold A-League fans or soccer fans. And yeah. so you got, you got all this, this, this other interest from football fans and from cricket fans and from rugby league fans. It's, oh, I actually like watching the A-League as well. And, and for some reason, I think we've gone away from that. And, and we, we, don't, we don't sell the great football stories that there are in this country to the average person that might not watch every game of the A-League in the year, but they, they might watch 10. And, and for some reason, I think you've tapped into that. It's sort of like, it's kind of hard to stumble across the A-League anymore. Yeah, uh, that, that's definitely part of it as well. They're not promoting it as well as they used to. But I think a lot of that's got to do with the fact that before, uh, the A-League had the, the huge promotional heft of, of News Corp behind it. So it would be in all the news court papers. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it would be it would be pushed on, you know, every platform available to them. Uh, Fox Sports yeah. on all day, et cetera, et cetera, and that sort of gave it a bit of legitimacy, uh, especially when. And I think uh, most journos would agree here. You know, it's it's the two big companies, News Corp and Nine, 
their newspapers tend to set the agenda for the news for a lot of other outlets and TV and radio and what what have you. So I, that's gone now. And we're in a situation now in media where companies are promoting the properties that they own. The A-League is now owned by Channel 10 and 10's doing everything they can as well. Like you flick on the, the five o'clock news and, and there'll definitely be an A-League story. And they're usually great stories and they do a good job telling them. But it, the, the number of people exposed to them is much lower than what it used to be. Um, and especially since I think 10 itself as a company seems to be struggling a little bit as well as a free-to-air network. So there's all these different parts to it as well. But they, I, it's frustrating because you know as well as I do from that World Cup how good the stories are waiting to be told. Like, go yeah. and qual. I know he's gone now. But, like, my God, who wouldn't want to be just keeping one eye on the A-League to make sure they don't miss out on the next bloke who comes from the clouds and ends up oh, at a Premier League club, you know? Like Craig Goodwin. What a story. Matthew Leckie, like underrated career, played at a really high level for a long time, pulls a worldie out against Denmark. Like, are you kidding me? These are fantastic sporting stories. And uh, they just seem to be a bit like a like a secret here in Australia for some reason in which people like myself try my best to, to tell as many people as we possibly can through our work about this league and this competition. But A, people don't seem to be listening, and, and B, definitely the, the competition itself doesn't help itself. You know, it's, it's not running as well as it used to. Well, and it's the chicken and the egg, Vince. We're running out of time, but, you know, it's kind of ironic for me to sit here every day and complain about why no one's going to the A-League and then I never talk about the A-League. So I, I, I really should, um, you know, and, and we should make a pact if you're available for it, that once a week sit down, talk about the A-League and tell our listeners about the great stories going on in the A-League. And then, you know, we, we might start slowly turning the wheel. But... Uh, um, I, I thank you for coming on. You've got so, so many great stories that you have told and so many that you will tell about this league. And, um, you know, I just hope that we can give it more attention because as I've seen and as a lot of us saw in, in Qatar, it's, it's it's such a wonderful sport. Yeah. Hey, mate, if you're in, I'm in, big fella. Let's do it. Thanks, Vince. Have a good weekend. All right, mate. You too. Bye.